The views and opinions on this station do not necessarily represent the Panhandle News Network, WEPM and WCST, or West Virginia Radio Corporation. Here we go! Welcome to Panhandle Live on WEPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Panhandle Live is brought to you by Country Roads Tire and Auto, taking you home with full-service auto care, with a higher level of care, with two locations to proudly serve you in Martinsburg and Hedgesville. Online, too, at CountryRoadsTireOnline.com. Here are your hosts of the 2022 WVBA Talk Show of the Year, Jordan Warner and Marcia Kavalik. It is Tuesday the 18th, and you are tuned into Panhandle Live, driven by Country Roads Tire and Auto, and broadcasting live from the Happy Kirchival Building. I'm Jordan Icewarner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavali. Good morning, Marsha. Good morning, Jordan. How are you? Doing all right. Uh, like I said with Richie and them from uh, Green Monster Firearms during Trigger Talk Tuesday, which uh, was a little bit earlier this morning, which was a little bit warmer and a little less windier outside, but the sun is shining, and that's all you can really ask for. I know? was surprised, and I'd washed both of my like winter coats that I <laughs> Usually we're there in the dryer, so. Well, I saw there was a, a trend, and we'll get to our first guest here momentarily. Morgan County uh, business and pharmacist, former uh, commissioner, Ken Reed, would join us on the phone uh, here momentarily. But I saw a thing that was trending online about, so you know Carhartt, right? Mm-hmm. The workwear, it's very uh, robust and very warm. Um, and Carhartt season is very much a thing uh, during the winter. Uh, but then, apparently, and I didn't know this, that after Carhartt season, it's high-vis season. So like the bright yellow hunting season, yeah, like the bright orange. For the rest of us, just to wear the t-shirts, right? Gotcha. So people were online the other like last week. It was eighties, right? They're saying Carhartt season's over. It's high vis time, right? And now they're all having to double back because it is just a little too cold wow. for the t-shirt out. Unpredictable. Well, joining us via phone, um, and thank you for uh, carving out some time. He said he had to, uh, he could be here as long as it took that his coworkers didn't like want to hang him. So uh, <laughs> we, we'll try not to keep you too long. But Morgan County businessman, pharmacist, and former commissioner and 59th district delegate Ken Reed joins us. Welcome in. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being on. So a big announcement uh, this week. Uh, you're you're going for Secretary of State. Uh, yeah, that's affirmative. We're going. I'm on. I announced uh, yesterday for the uh, Republican nomination for the West Virginia Secretary of State in the 2024 primary election. So, uh, so what makes what makes you, uh, in your eyes, the best candidate for West Virginia Secretary of State? Uh, basically, my experience uh, is that what I believe is the <clears throat> my experience of being a county commissioner. I've uh, dealt with the election uh, canvassing for for years, and then uh, my experience with being a West Virginia delegate helps me on the legislative side of things to uh, see how that works. And then my um, 30 years of uh, being a, a chief executive uh, out in the business world, uh, the West Virginia Secretary of State's office is an executive position, and uh, I think my resume fits very well with this particular uh, job. It's obvious as you've been a candidate and you, as you mentioned, a commissioner and a delegate, as well as a businessman, you've had a lot of uh, dealings with that office through the years uh, as uh, on the consumer side of it. Uh, does that give you ideas about how it can be improved? Uh, it does. As a matter of fact, I have dealt with the Secretary of State's office on, on all kinds of levels. And uh, ironically, back in um, the 2022 session, I, I wrote a bill, House Bill 4266, that actually ad, uh, did address an issue that I, I saw 
uh, about those uh, annual reports. Um, every year I get a letter in the mail from uh, a, a company that uh, looks like it's an official document from the Secretary of State's office, and they want to charge you know uh, quite a bit of money to do the filings for me uh, whenever you can go on the West Virginia Secretary of State site and do it yourself for $25. Um, I was trying to uh, put a uh, something in the law that if anything was required by 31B-1-108 uh, of that code, uh, that they have to put a uh, eight by eleven like bright pink piece of paper that says the West Virginia Secretary of State's website and that you can do this online for twenty five dollars. Um, so uh, ironically, back then I wasn't thinking about running for Secretary of State, but the, yes, I, I deal with that office quite a bit, and I, it's the small things like that I think that I can probably uh, uh, prove on for the business community. And as far as candidate filings and that, do you have any ideas with that? Uh, when you when you say candidate filings, what do you, what do you mean? Well, I mean uh, the you know obviously the the elections division uh, has so much to do with uh, timing and and uh, you know obviously you, we're hearing from you candidates. Uh, really early, and the election isn't till next year. Um, you know, do you have any ideas about you know pacing or or when uh, folks are able to to file? Uh, the yeah, people are pu- putting out uh, their their announcements early. I think um, this this election cycle. Um, as for that, I, I'm I'm pretty much on the on the on the Mac Warner uh, page on what we're doing right now. It was working very very well. Um, with the the early uh, voting um, section that allows people to vote, you know, up to I think up to ten days uh, anytime they wish, and uh, I think that's a that's a that's a great thing. I think it's worked very well for West Virginia, and I think I would like to keep that as it is. So, uh, if folks are not familiar with you, I know you've been a businessman in the community for a long time, but just uh, kind of give us your elevator speech. Uh, the elevator speech. I, I'm, I'm. Uh, well, I'm originally from the uh, northern Panhandle. Uh, I graduated from Brook High School in '86, and then uh, went to uh, WVU in Morgantown for uh, six years and uh, got a degree in, uh, in pharmacy. And then I followed my wife uh, out to uh, the Eastern Panhandle. Uh, my, my father once told me you, you always end up where your, your your wife's mother is, and that's exactly what I ended up doing. <laughs> and uh, so I follow her out here. I mean, I, not, not that there's anything wrong with that, right? <laughs> no, 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 absolutely not. You know, when you start having kids and stuff like that, it's awful handy having uh, the the grandma's uh, handy. That's for sure. See, I've heard uh, a lot of different things about uh, in laws. Not we, necessarily that you're going to end up where they live. We don't want him to get um, you know threatened with his life for the second time today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. The uh, and then so I moved out here, and then I I worked for some, a chain pharmacy for a while, and then in 1993 I opened up uh, um, my first pharmacy, and then from there it spread out to. Uh, at one time I had seven pharmacies in four states. I had one in Ohio, uh, Virginia, Maryland, and three in West Virginia, but now I'm down to five uh, pharmacies. And then uh, about four or five years ago I opened up a a restaurant. Uh, just because when I was in college, I always wanted to uh, the old college thing. I, I'm going to own a bar one of these days. 
turns out that's a lot more work than it was <laughs> than I thought it was back in uh, when I was 21. Usually works out that way. Hindsight, 2020. Yeah, right? yeah. so we owned a restaurant uh, here in Berkshire called Canary Grill, and uh, I've been uh, active in the community, um, county commissioner, West Virginia delegate, and uh, I just believe that uh, my resume is top-notch for this particular position, and I think uh, I would be an excellent candidate for that um, secretary of state job. And we're speaking with Ken Reed, who's put his name into the ring for uh, West Virginia Secretary of State. And I didn't uh, know you were connected with Canary Girl. I love Canary Girl out there in uh, Berkeley Springs. Got, got a great deck outside, which this time of year might be a little cold right now, a little windy yeah, it, right it, now. It is. It's a funny story about that because that, that, actually I didn't uh, – I, I know all about health care, but I knew nothing about restaurants. And uh, <laughs> I uh, decided I was going to build that restaurant out here, and I wanted to put a big deck so you can sit out and enjoy the Cape Mountain. And uh, everybody made fun of me because if you've been there, you've seen how big it is. Mm-hmm. Well, then COVID hit. And then uh, I, that deck was so big that I was able to put uh, uh, almost 100 people out on the deck and still have six feet of separation. It, it actually it, it worked out really well. Oh, well, yeah, I love it out there at the Canary Girl. And pet friendly, too, right? Uh, no, to a degree. Sometimes <laughs> if you have a service animal, yeah. some gotcha. people are a little bit funny about when the animals come into the restaurant. Right. Oh, I love it, though. Well, Thanks. well, Ken, I appreciate you taking some time to chat with us this morning. we got to be getting to our first break here in just a minute, but let people know where they can go to find out more about you, especially uh, with you running for West Virginia, West Virginia Secretary of State or any way they can get in touch with you. Sure. I, I got a website. Uh, I started a website the other day, and it's uh, com. Uh, you can go to that website, and uh, there's a little bit more information about me if you want to look at it. And um, there's a, there's a, if you want to donate, you certainly can at that point. Politics is uh, not uh, cheap, and uh, I could use all the help I can get. Absolutely. Well, Ken, thank you for uh, taking a little time to chat with us this morning. Thank you. You have a nice day. You Absolutely. too. Absolutely. Yeah, that's Ken Reed running for West Virginia Secretary of State in the 2024 primary election. If you missed any of his uh, his our conversation with him. You can mm-hmm. listen back to it a little bit later on on the Panhandle News Network Facebook and Spotify page. Have you ever been, have you been to the Canary Grill yet? I know you've gone past it, it yeah, probably a million times. In, nope, haven't that, been up there. The deck they have there is awesome. It's a great and place. And they got good food. What a great story that, you know, he built this, people kind of made fun of him, and right. then, like, COVID hit, and he had all the spaces for outdoor dining. <laughs> plenty. Probably too much, honestly. Well, then, at the time, it wasn't too much, but... Oh, remember, cool. like... Downtown Frederick and those places were were trying to jockey for places that they could Out have the outdoor seating on the sidewalk and With the streets are so narrow. Everywhere. Yeah, and and they had to put the little um, uh, heaters, the propane patio heaters out so people you know just to expand the mm-hmm. the offerings well i was out at uh captain bender's after the spring game saturday shepherd spring game uh, i was out there with my family and a couple friends and uh, they had a band there what are they called the howlers i think uh quick shout out to the howlers two guys uh two gentlemen local um they were great and the guitarist i didn't get their names at all but the guitarist was awesome so if you see that they're playing anywhere uh, go to wherever they're at but uh, we're sitting there and the band's playing great music everybody's talking right. bars filled up games are on and my dad looks around and goes, man, it's so nice that we can get back to doing, you know, normal stuff right. like this again. Right. Which is pretty cool. Bender's was one of the last places I was able to eat lunch with one of my my best friends um, right before all the COVID lockdowns mm-hmm. happened. And I was so glad I got that fix. And, of course, that was one of the first places you wanted to I go headed back, back to. to. We, we would do, my husband and I would go out um, and uh, get takeout whenever, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you could get takeout but maybe not sit in. 
places. So we'd we'd hit Captain Bender's up and just go and sit in the car at a park or something and, right. and eat. But we got our fix. Well, I went off the uh, the beaten path a little bit, a little bit. Well, at least your beaten path for uh, Bender's food. I didn't go with the traditional fish and chips. You... Went raisin Cajun pasta, which okay. is my second favorite. I hear that's really good. So good. Well, everything there. Burgers are great. Everything. Beer's cheap. It's what you want. And the games. You can and the, the games. games. Watch the games. You can come out to, to uh, a Ernie McCook coaches show during football season out there on Thursdays. It's I mean, weird that we're already talking about that, but I guess they have the spring games. Mm-hmm. So. Well, Marsha, football season never stops. Football season is 365. That makes me sad. People talk. People, I get texts literally pretty much every day, at least every week. Somebody asked me about Shepherd football, something, some form or another. Okay. So Shepherd football, eternal. That's what well, you're... AKA all football. Because okay. if you look, if you go, I mean, you look at my Twitter feed enough mm-hmm. while we're sitting here, it's nothing but football all right. the time. Okay. So who knows? But you can get in touch with us. Maybe if you have any thoughts about uh, Ken Reed running for West Virginia Secretary of State, you can text us 304-263-4321. Or maybe if you uh, have your favorite dish over Captain Bender's, which, by the way, always keep an ear out. You never know when those half-off deals for Captain Bender's are going to be hitting uh, the webpage. <laughs> they're, they're not all, there now. And then they're gone. <laughs> like, you gotta as be soon on top as they're posted, it. you really do. You got to be on top of it. Mm. And you have an inside track on it, too, and you I still know. didn't get a chance. I was Okay, in my defense... <laughs> I was I was getting Easter baskets for the children. That's true. <laughs> and us. And your work right. children. The work and children, the work children. <laughs> But we'll step aside for a few minutes. We'll come back and get a news roundup here on Pain Handle Live on WPM and WCST, the Pain Handle News Network. Live and local, it's Pain Handle Live with hosts Jordan Nice Warner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, driven by Country Roads Tire and Auto. I'm Jordan Icewinner, alongside me, Marsha Kvalik, and let's get uh, a little bit of a news roundup in. All right, well, first and foremost, you mentioned the wind and how, how it was going to affect that baseball game, mm-hmm. right? Well, the wind is also a, a problematic today because uh, of the chance of fire. There was a red flag warning today until 8 p.m., and as a matter of fact, Governor Justice of West Virginia has uh, prohibited outdoor burning Pretty much all week for the same reason. And and we know uh, that there have been a lot of wildfires mm-hmm. uh, that have sprung up and uh, heat exhaustion is a real thing. These firefighters are out there. Make their job easier by just holding off. You know, you don't, you know, can, can you wait a few more days you right. know, to burn exactly. your burn pile? Exactly. Right. Um, the second thing is, uh, of course, we were talking a good bit yesterday about a public hearing that was scheduled yesterday afternoon regarding um, three proposals for an RV kind of party camp, you know, campground um, at Kikapin. And uh, that hearing got postponed. Mm -hmm. So the DNR put an official uh, notice out yesterday afternoon that said, a public meeting to discuss the proposed development of an RV campground at Kikapin Resort State Park has been postponed. The West Virginia Division of uh, Natural Resources announced the purpose of the public meeting was to obtain feedback from local individuals, groups, and entities who live, work, and operate in, on, and around the state park. The DNR has not made any decisions about the proposed project or response to its request for proposal, and there are no plans to award a contract immediately uh, following even the original scheduled pu- public meeting. And uh, this after uh, there was a complaint filed in uh, in court in Berkeley Springs 
that said the DNR had not adequately uh, prepared the public that they they hadn't given notice enough time for people to get involved appropriate notice mm-hmm. uh, and that involves not only a window of time but also the appropriate um, publications yep so um, they while they had published in one local publication the journal they had not published in the paper of record the Morgan Messenger oh. which is problematic yeah absolutely so um, so obviously before. The hearing could take place yesterday. <clears throat> the DNR pulled back and said, we're going to mm-hmm. uh, hold this meeting later. Well, it seems like people are, as they're becoming aware of what's happening, um, kind of split on it. I mean, uh, we we were talking about it yesterday, like you said, and uh, it seems like the state is starting to make Cape and Park, you know, one of the uh, jewels, like you said, when of they the throw, state park When system. they throw money at it and make right. it a resort state park, that means that they, they've it shows promise to mm-hmm. them, right? They're not just, it's not just like, you know, little lost river, right. little bluestone state park that they, um, you know, they're making, you know, operable, but not profitable. And I think there's been for a number of years, uh, a, a push or a desire by folks in state government to, to make these state parks turn a profit. But is that actually what they're there for? Mm-hmm. Because you got to think uh, Berkeley Springs, Morgan County is a, exceptional circumstance in the state of West Virginia, especially in the parks, state parks system of West Virginia, because it's so accessible to everybody. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you were downstate at state park this past weekend. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if you're going to those parks downstate, if you're not, you know, in that area, you either a probably don't know about them or you're making a trip just to go to that place. Now with Berkeley right. Springs and Cacapin, you got enough people just, you know, driving down 70, 68 and mm-hmm. just say, Hey, let's stop down there. Or you got the DC mm-hmm. folk, you got the Baltimore folk. Cause you can go on that little beach. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And pop out. So there's, there's definitely by side effects of this that could um, be a little frustrating. I would think to the people of Morgan County, but there's also a lot of great things that could mm-hmm. come from it. I think. Well, yeah. I mean, okay. If you, if you, um, if you like uh, progress and the availability of, of uh, recreational resources, and you want that in your backyard, then this is a great opportunity when you think about all the amenities that some of these proposals might bring. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some who say, look, you know, the, the, the very fact that the state parks are set up the way they are, kind of quiet havens, it's a nice place to get away with your family. It's, it's all inclusive in the way that, you, you know, my husband and I didn't leave the park right. all weekend. We didn't have to. You know, um, and that's a lovely thing. It's quiet. No one's bothering you. That's something that I think some proponents or opponents, opponents of the RV park Mm -hmm. say, you know, keep it kind of natural. All that trail work they're doing on the Capon trails with, you know, and the the, um, mountain biking to make it accessible for good, fun, natural outdoors activities. um, You know, that kind of flies in the face of bringing 300 RVs. Yeah. into a park. Now, I'm sure they're not going to put it, you know, right next to the cabin or they're not going to rip up the golf course and put, you know, an RV park there. I'm sure it'll be a little bit in its own area. But, I mean, there's not a whole lot of space out there. I mean, it's a big park, but RVs are also pretty big. And if you're going to put that many RVs there, they're going to take up a lot of space. Yeah. And, and you know, the traffic mm-hmm. coming up from Winchester, for example, because obviously 522 bypass is underway and that route's traffic away from downtown Berkeley Springs. However, um, is is uh, Frederick County, Virginia prepared for a bunch of RV traffic yeah. coming up from there? Is Hancock, uh, is Maryland prepared to have a bunch of RV traffic coming right. off the interstate, off, off 68, off 70, uh, to this new 
RV destination. Yeah, I mean, we got a text yesterday. Of course, you can let us know uh, what you think, especially our Morgan County listeners, 304-263-4321. What do you think about the proposed uh, state park there uh, at Cacapin State Park? We got a text yesterday, and we just got a text from the same person. They were saying uh, yesterday, nothing against RV parks, but I don't think it's a good fit for our state parks. And they went on to say RV parks and state parks have entirely different missions. I think that's true. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree, too. But I think there's a way to do it. To, to appease both sides, but I just don't know if the park is necessarily big enough for that because you can't it's have it six thousand acres. Yeah, it's, but you can't have it. Enough. But you can't have it too far away mm. because you're still going to have to connect it to sewer and electric and things, and yeah, that costs that costs more money to move it further Look at you away. Thinking about infrastructure. I'm telling you, Mark. Wow, I'm impressed. I'm you, you, I'm I'm telling you, you're like this armchair engineer. <laughs> I'm so impressed. Maybe that's just because. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I won't say that. You can text us 304-263-4321. In in particular, our Morgan County listeners, let us know what you think about this proposed RV park. We have some uh, listeners saying that, you know, maybe this isn't the place for it uh, at Cacapin State Park. But especially if you think it's a good thing, maybe if you're an RV owner and, uh, you know, this could be an outlet for you to go out and finally use that thing you spent all the money on, Mm -hmm. maybe. Uh, Let us know also that side of the story, 304-263-4321. But we'll step aside for a few minutes. We'll come back and keep things going here on Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Welcome back to Panhandle Live. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nicewarner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, driven by Country Roads Tire and Auto. I'm Jordan Nicewarner. Alongside me is Marsha Kavalik. And Marcia, you have gone on record many times talking about your affinity for, you know, uh, old military, mm-hmm. you know, history, old planes and air shows. And we got a pretty cool air show coming up uh, here in Martinsburg. Right in our backyard, as a matter of fact, East, Eastern West Virginia Regional Airport Executive Director Nick Deal is here with an update. Welcome in. Thank you very much for having me. So the uh, the big air show, it's West Virginia's greatest air show, yes. August 26th and 27th. And That's, and the lineup just keeps getting bigger and better. We're yet yeah, we're getting very excited. We uh, since last I I talked to you, we we booked a few other aircraft, and we're um, we will have uh, aircraft from World War II and before um, on display. Plus, we'll have some new aircraft uh, for both flying and uh, and a static display aircraft. And so it'll be great uh, to commemorate our hundredth birthday with with all those neat aircraft that are coming in. All right, so tell us yeah. some of the the features. So we've got, um, we just booked uh, Jerry Wells. Jerry Wells is a pilot that has flown in and out of this airport multiple times. And uh, he flies a, a Bucher Jungmeister, which is a German uh, trainer. Wait a minute. <laughs> is he allowed? <laughs> it's, it's painted yellow and black Pittsburgh colors. So okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a really neat aircraft. And Jerry's a fantastic pilot. We're really excited to have him. He's been at several other uh, air shows in the past. And we just received word that we have booked a, the first ever um, F-22 Raptor demo team to come to the Eastern West Virginia Regional Airport. Wow. And the, uh, the F-22 is a, uh, it's known for, for its stealth. They, they have what they call super cruise, which means they can fly very fast and they're very maneuverable. Um, it is the, uh, really the, the, the most advanced, um, stealth aircraft of its, 
of its time. Is it a military group that that it's does a, this? It's a military. It'll be a military aircraft. Yes, it's for it's through the Air Force. They're coming out of Langley, and it'll be one aircraft that'll be flying, and another aircraft that'll be there um, for display, just just to look at. Um, and uh, yeah, these things fly one and a half times the speed of sound. Uh, so you're gonna have to make the announcement to go. Okay, everyone. Yeah. Direct your attention above because you don't have much of a window. Okay. (laughs) Wasn't that great, folks? (laughs) But that's so impressive. They will do a little more than that. We're very, very excited (laughs) to have them here. We've uh, uh, historically had uh, F-16s, F-18s, but we've always requested an F-22 and have never been able to secure that. You've arrived. We are very excited. And uh, so you pair that with, the, uh, of course, the C-17. Our our local is going to be there. Um, the uh, we're going to have uh, the gold, Army Golden Knights there. We're going to have some Navy aircraft, some um, some Marine aircraft there as well. We're going to we've got the uh, the B twenty five Mitchell Panchito that that's coming in, and then we have four aircraft from the Capital Wing of the Commemorative Air Force that we're pretty excited about: uh, a BT thirteen Valiant, a um, we're going to have a, a PT seventeen Stearman, a TBM Avenger that's a massive aircraft, and a T six Texan. Uh, all through the uh, the capital wing of the Commemorative Air Force, and so that's going to be great too. And, and those will be offering flights oh. before and after the show. For you know, they'll be selling flights on that. So they're so. probably already selling those, and those sell out. Yes, they do. So I would encourage people to look at either their website or look at ours. Um, there, we are going to be putting a link up to their website sometime this week, and our website is wvairshow.com. Perfect. Well, it sounds like it's going to be certainly quite the day. The two days. August 26th and 27th, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. for West Virginia's greatest, West Virginia's greatest air show. And it, I mean, it's jam packed. So it, this yeah, will be an all day thing. Yep, absolutely. Gates open at 10. Um, the uh, the show starts at about 1230. And uh, I think it's going to be a, a, a action packed day. So this is a ticketed event. We're going to talk about yes, ticket sales in, in just correct. a minute. But uh, one of the things that I think folks who've never been to an air show um, might appreciate, especially if they bring the kids, is it's not just all happening up in the sky. No. They're great static displays. We have fantastic static, static displays. Kids will be able to actually go right up to these aircraft and check them out. Um, we also have a whole kids' village brought to us by Plane Things, which is going to be, um, uh, they have it, like, they have a, 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 a um, an F-16, and they've got a, a sli- F-16 slide. They have a big blow-up thing that's like 36 feet tall that's like a space shuttle. It's, they got some that's really so cool neat. stuff. I've wanted to play on it, but they won't let me on there. Uh-huh. Height requirements. Um, <laughs> I might <laughs> actually be able thing. to do it. <laughs> now, now, the Martinburg Airport, I mean, you guys are busy all the time. We were talking we uh, before we came on the air here. I was at a buddy of mine's house the other day just watching all the prop planes go up and down. So uh, you definitely have a lot of service going on over there with people flying in but you also i mean you got flight training school out there you got all yep, kinds of other absolutely. things happening. Yeah, bravo flight training is, is our flight school there and uh, they do some great work um and that they, they, they're continuing to grow and uh then yeah it's a matter of fact we've got uh, picnic tables there we've got um all kinds of outdoor seating areas and viewing areas so we encourage people to come out and just watch the airplanes what's a flight course look like uh so it's typically start with ground school and so you got a few weeks to sit in the classroom um 
And once you go through ground school, then you start with your flight training. And, and of course, that's some, some of that's simulated in the beginning. And then uh, you go up with an instructor, and the instructor walks you through every step of it. And uh, when all is said and done, you'll come out, come out of it with your pilot's license and be ready to buy an airplane and uh, hangar it at MRB and buy some fuel from us on a regular basis. Look Man. at that. Did that you see how so he just <laughs> wrapped that right around? To, wow. He's a professional. He knows what he's doing over there. But that so, seems like it'd be so cool. And uh, two great days fun. to see some of these great planes in action. Obviously, it's a, a wonderful place to host all of these visiting aircraft. Uh, and it's got a storied history, which obviously will also be on display uh, on these two days, August 26th and 27th, because yes. you're celebrating your 100th. That's exactly right. And it's going to be it's going to be very exciting to have uh, to be able to honor Shepherd Field in, in this way with this event. Um People will come from not just the Quad State area, but from all over the, the, the East Coast and, and beyond. Uh, and uh, when we look at the history of the airport and, and realize that uh, people like Billy Mitchell, uh, who was essentially the father of the Air Force, um, came uh, to the field and, and was familiar with that field. Uh, and, and look at all the other people through history that have had a, uh, had a touch on that field. It's pretty amazing. And so let's talk about ticketing. Okay, so ticketing. Um, if you go, again, go, you can go to our website, which is www.wvairshow.com, um, and you can uh, go right onto the website, and you'll see a th- you'll see a little box on it that says "Buy Tickets Here." You can click there, buy your tickets, and uh, you'll have uh, you'll be ready to go. Tickets actually right now are on sale. They're, they're on it. We're we're doing a uh, an early bird special, and so you can buy tickets <laughs> for twenty bucks a piece. Uh, from now until uh, June, I'm sorry, until June 1st. And June 1st, they go up to 25. And uh, so there's uh, tickets for sale right now. And uh, there's also some sponsorships available. So if there's a company out there that wants some, wants to sponsor, you can look on the website for that as well. Now, I'm sure you're going to get asked this a ton between now and then, and then I'm sure day of uh, for sure. But what about parking? So um, parking will be primarily in, in fields around the airport. And so... Um, There'll be, uh, there'll, there's a total of five lots that we'll have. Um, so we should be able to handle whoever we have. We do have handicap parking as well. Um, that will be, um, that will be right off of Novak drive. Uh, pretty much everybody should come in off of the Taylor station exit, uh, go, uh, once you get off the Taylor station exit, you're going to go toward the airport and, uh, you'll start to see signs for, for the air show. Uh, actually you'll see them probably on the interstate as well. And uh, so parking is going to be in these fields. Uh, there will be, for fields that are not directly adjacent to the airfield, there will be shuttle buses for that, uh, thanks to the Eastern Panhandle Transit Authority. And um, there'll, be, uh, there'll also be some, some fields that, that you can walk to. You can walk to the entrance from those particular fields. And so um, just as a reminder to, to everyone, you know, even though we're going to be providing shuttle service um, to and from the entrance, and even though we're going to be providing shuttle service from handicapped parking to the entrance of the, uh, of the field there, it's, it covers a lot of ground. There's a lot of walking involved, and there's really no way to get around it. And so, um, you know, for, for people that have a hard time walking and getting around, you might want to think about how you're going to do it before you get there. Right. Um, and you can certainly reach out to us uh, on, you know, through our website if you have any questions about that. And we will get back to you as quickly as we can and, and talk to you about how that, um, you know, how we can best accommodate you. And it also seems like you got a uh, independent celebration going on, too. That's really coming you guys together like to stay as busy. Well. 
Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes, we do. In addition to having an airport, we also do some fun events. <laughs> <laughs> In addition to having fun events, you also have an airport. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. So we have uh, we have uh, three bands uh, booked for the event. We have a band called Junk Food. We have uh, Nathan Barchus, who's, who's a local guy. Uh, and uh, then we have Jamie Seely Band uh, playing as well. So we're excited about our, our, our music. Um, we have a, we're going to have a kids village uh, brought to you by the Boys and Girls Club. And so we're excited to see that. Uh, fireworks uh, by uh, Zambelli's. Um, and all this is brought to us uh, by CMC, uh, which is, the, the if you're not familiar with that, it's a steel company that's coming to the Spring Mills area. Um, so we're, we're very grateful to them to support this event. Um, there are going to be flyovers. There's going to, there's going to be a beer garden. We did not have that last year. So nice. able to, to go in there and purchase yourself a beverage if you'd like. And, and charge uh, for this event? There is no charge for the July 1st event. Um, neither obviously is charged for the beer in the beer garden. But, right. Um, I'll be there for that. The one exodus for sure. off the interstate. If, if someone got word around that there was free beer at the airport. Yeah, the traffic's bad now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 50,000 people here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does sound like it's going to be an amazing event that, and of course, uh, the West Virginia greatest air show, which is all coming up uh, at the West Virginia regional airport. The air show is August 26th and 27th and the independence celebration is Saturday, July July 1st. And uh, before we let you go, Nick, let everybody know where they can go to find out information about all of this stuff and just about the Martinsburg Regional Airport. Okay. Um, you can go to uh, wvairshows.com. And remember, you can also purchase tickets at um, Orsini's, at uh, Bailey and Wyant, um, and at the airport. And uh, Nick has been gracious enough to give us some tickets to give away in our cluster of stations here. So thank you very much, Nick. Absolutely. You are quite welcome. So keep your uh, your ears around our family of stations because you might have a chance to get some tickets to go to West Virginia's greatest air show at the West Virginia or Eastern West Virginia Regional Airport. We, again, we've been talking uh, with Executive Director Nick Deal. Thanks again for stopping by and chatting with us. Thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. And we'll come back here in a few minutes and wrap things up on Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. It's Panhandle Live, the voice of the Panhandle. Here are your hosts, Jordan Nice Warner and Marsha Kavalik. Welcome back to Panhandle Live, brought to you by or driven by Country Roads Tire and Auto. I'm broadcasting live from the Hoppy Kirchival building. I'm Jordan Ice Warner. Alongside me is Marsh Kavalik. If you missed it before the break, we were chatting with Eastern West Virginia Regional Airport Executive Director Nick Deal, talking about the greatest West Virginia air show and, of course, their uh, independence celebration that's coming up. They're I mean, they got stuff happening, it seems like, almost every day over there at the uh, airport. So if you missed any of our conversation with Nick, you can listen back to it a little bit later on. That's right. And obviously, you know, all these important people coming in for that uh, uh-huh. NFL day and all that. It's there. There's a lot going on we don't know about. Uh, but for those of us on terrestrial travel, uh, just a note from the Division of Highways that the left lane of I-81 uh, northbound off-ramp of exit 12 will be closed from 7 a.m. Uh, to 4.30 p.m. through Wednesday to allow for the ex- oh the excavation of a bioretention pond. Hmm. Ew. Oh, I, didn't right. read, I didn't read all that before <laughs> I read it. <laughs> 
bioretention pond. All right. What's that mean? I don't know. Well, if you break it up, gross. Yeah. Bioretention pond. Bioretention pond. Has, has I guess it's for water. You, yeah. So water can collect there and not pool on the road. That's ha, what I'm guessing. Have there been any uh, new updates about the body found? So they they believe they have the identity. Mm-hmm. They were going to contact next of kin and get confirmation from the medical examiner's office and they promised updates as they being the sheriff's office. Right. Um, so since we haven't heard any updates yet, I'm assuming that means they haven't been able to 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 do all that yet. Hmm. What a well, interesting story mm-hmm. that is. Yeah. And of course people are going wild on Facebook and with online all the speculation. with speculation and yeah. people thinking they know who it is and this, that, and the third, but very, it, uh, very wild. It's always interesting, and we, we've all fallen victim of this. We've all been, you know, guilty of it, but it's interesting to go back and read the threads after a definitive answer has come on something or definitive cause of an accident or something like that and see all of these wild, you know, outlandish mm-hmm. claims. You're like, where did... Where did that even come from? Well, and then they in that release, they said that there was like a, a tattoo, like a, a specific tattoo on mm-hmm. them. So, of course, that got everybody going. Cause well, my cousin has an every- angel. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll definitely keep you up to date on that one. You can stay up to date either right here on, on the air or over at panhandlenewsnetwork.com. Since we were talking with Nick, Nick Deal, about the, uh, you know, greatest air show and stuff, this has got me... You know, in the rabbit hole, and this I think, is your new eagle cam, right? It's well, <laughs> it's it. I've been on this, watching this stuff. Okay, um, explain what you're looking at. And it got big, real big during the pandemic because people were wondering. And then when you know the Ukraine and Russian war started happening, but uh, I think a lot of people know about it. Flightradar24.com is probably one of the most fun websites you could ever go to, and it looks official enough that if somebody were to walk by, they probably wouldn't necessarily think twice about. <laughs> what you're looking at uh, on your work computer. But you can track literally, well, for the most part, every flight that's in the air in the world right now. I mean, you got, you know, flight or uh, jet fi- jet fighters flying across, you know, Slovenia. Oh, and then the Eagle Camp. Man, how's that Eagle staying up there in <laughs> so the wind today? Big. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That camera is just really. I'm sorry I interrupted you. No, Go ahead. no I was just wow. talking about looking at random flights. I'd much rather talk about a local bald eagle. The eaglet is getting big. How uh, did he say? There is no sitting on that thing now. Look at that. You know, big. Oh, yeah. My goodness. If you head over, if you just Google, um, what, West Virginia Eagle Cam? Shepherd oh, um, Eagle, yeah, Eagle, Eagle Cam NCTC. And then you go to the outdoor, ch- it, there's a link to the outdoor channel. Um, and, yeah, the, that eagle, that eaglet is holding its own. Well, we and had the, a, you can see the wind just oh, yeah. blowing the nest. So we had a great conversation with uh, some of the folks from NCTC talking about the eagle and the, the backstory. And it is certainly winds a whipping high up in that tree. See all the you see. Notice also the fish have gotten a lot bigger that are laying yes, around. Yes, that's true. Because, yeah, it's like the fish pantry. And I only see one, Marsha. Yeah. There were two. Well, but, but Randy said that the day that he talked to us, if the egg second egg hadn't hatched yeah. it probably wasn't viable hmm. so um so yeah this is the eaglet that that's getting all the fish oh and getting just whipped around by this wind right now but but the parenting eagle and i don't know if it's the dad or the mom sitting there but um obviously showing the eaglet this is how we ride out of wind <laughs> in, in the in the nest hmm. and the eaglet all the little downy furs just flying in the air it's so cute man i mean because that's the size of a queen mattress up in that tree getting uh, 
whipped around, around like right yeah. now. And well, that uh, also I should say, with the wind being as crazy as it is, that that could potentially bring up some hazards out on the road or out and about, power outages, things like that. So if you hear about any of that, you can always text us three zero four two six three four three two one. If you uh, are driving around, you see a tree's down somewhere. Well, I was driving out to Hedgesville last night for my nephew's game. And um, I'm going past Aves, Lock and Key. Mm-hmm. They're on that bed. Oh, there was an accident, yeah. Yeah, and it went into uh, the power line, the power pole, and knocked the pole or split it in half. And it was just hanging from the, the wires. Were people able to pass under it? Cause I, yeah, that, I passed under it twice. It there worries was, me. Well, there was no, so there was a, a, a police officer there. There was a fire truck. There were, you know, like electrical people mm-hmm. uh, there working on it when I went by at around uh, 5.30-ish yesterday. Mm-hmm. And then when I came back around 730, uh, it was still just a split pole hanging from the wires and no traffic stop. No authorities were there. They have to they have to go get that from somewhere, like get a new pole and all that. That's it's a process, I guess. And then, yeah, I'm sure the people around them have no power for a while while they're. Well, Abe still the, had Abe still had power. Yeah, but when like. they when they go to put the pole back up, oh, it's gonna be, yeah, 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 that's, yeah, that's yeah. going to be a whole thing. I was like, man. That's not getting the wind wasn't even that bad yesterday compared to uh, what it's supposed to be like today. So be careful out there, especially if you drive a high-profile vehicle. You know we got a lot of truckers around here. It's mm-hmm. always dangerous and dicey when you're out there in the trucks and the winds blowing like this. But like I said, if you uh, come across any road hazards or anything of the like, you can always get in touch with us, 304-263-4321. It is definitely a windy one out there today, Marsha. And will the Orioles be playing today despite the wind? They will. It's a big game. Uh, It's the Beltway Battle, Battle of the Beltway, Beltway Series, however you want to say it, between the O's and the Nats. Oh. Yep, they're two games set. Okay, so I'm Team O's and Mm -hmm. you're Team Nats. Mm -hmm. Okay. The O's are playing really well this year. The O's are playing great baseball right now. And the Nationals, we talked about this on Panhandle Sports Slide. The Nationals are playing better baseball than I expected. And I think a lot of people expect them to play. They're still not great. They're probably going to get beat both these games. I hope not. But the, the potential is there for them to get beat uh, twice here in a row, back-to-back games against the O's. But we'll have it right here. First pitch, 705 uh, on WPM and WCST. That's so cool. Yeah, it'll be pretty neat. I'm looking forward to it. This should be a good game. They play today and tomorrow. Uh, we got playoff basketball. Marsha, the Knicks. Playing again today, Wait, game basketball two. Basketball still a thing. Playoff what? basketball. This is where pe- this is when people actually decide to care about. This is when people get their their chest stomped. Oh I was yeah, listening did you? In on the yeah, PSL. Draymond Green. Mm-mm-mm. He's the he's the bad boy. Who does day. that? He's the bad that's boy. That's like that's like a wrestling move. Yeah, he's the bad boy. You know how it goes. I, I don't know. I do you think his mom is mm, proud of him? We got a texture here. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, why not? Right. Uh, I got a text here saying, talking about that, uh, the... RV park? No, the power line situation oh. there in Hedgesville, saying that it could, could have potentially been a phone line, which is why they weren't too, ah, weren't okay. too you know, crazy about getting it fixed on the spot. And Good that point. would make sense. Good point, texter. That would make a lot of sense, because if it was electricity hanging <laughs> right, across they, the road... They would have been rerouting yeah, traffic. I think they would have been on that a little quicker. Yeah. But, yeah, thanks for the text. You can always text us, 304-263-4321, or you can get in touch with us over on Facebook uh, at Panhandle News Network. we only got a few seconds left here, Marsha. You got anything else? Oh, I'll be on with Hoppy. 11.45 today. Oh, just throw that off at the (laughs) end. Yeah, 11.45. Marsha's going to be on there talking about this RV park situation over at Cacapin State Park. So tune on in to Talk Live with Hoppy Kirchville, which... Coincidentally, starts right after us here on Panhandle, uh, on the Panhandle News Network. But that does it for us. For Marsha, I'm Jordan. This has been Panhandle Live on WPM and WCST, the Panhandle News Network. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.
WEPM Martinsburg and WCST Berkeley Springs, a WVRC media station. We're proud to live here, too.